So my name is Martisha Collins. I'm, I'm a social worker. I'm currently receiving my master's from Barry University. Um, I started my nonprofit actually here at FAU in 2016 while I was living on campus. And I started because I noticed that in my community back home in Miami, there was a great need like to serve. Like I always knew of families and children who were missing something. So I wanted to assist those families. So the first thing I started doing was a back to school drive. I literally put it together in like three hours and it started in my grandma's backyard and I served 100 people and then every year from that I expanded. So I feel like every day, because I'm fortunate, I feel like I should wake up to pay it forward. So like my main goal was to just go to school, get my bachelor's and be a news reporter. Like that's literally what I wanted to do. And while I was on campus one day after doing hair, because I used to do hair on campus as well. So like after doing hair, I was literally like sitting at my computer and then, I don't know, I was just like, I wanna help kids. And that was so strange for me. And like, I called my mom and everybody knew I wasn't like a kid's person. So every everybody was like, you wanna help kids? Like, I was like, I really do. And at that time I was very short patience. I was like, had so much more to learn. How's it going, powerful people? My name is Edward Giles, holistic health coach and motivational speaker, and I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called the Unlimited Power Show, where we shine light on your unlimited capability to achieve greatness. Now, how do we do that? We bring people to you who are doing that, chasing that, or have done that, and they either can teach you the way or you can learn from them while they're in the process. So it's a two-sided show. We have the seekers and the teachers here to raise consciousness. And I want to invite you in this episode as I sit down with Marticia Collins, the founder of Legend in the Making, and she will tell you more about what that is, uh, 501c3 that is helping our community and helping our youth propel forward. So if you'd like to propel forward, let's learn more about how she got started. Why don't you tell us who you are and what you stand for? Okay. So my name is Marticia Collins. Um, I first started with um, poetry. So my name to the community is like Legend in the Making. So that's why everything like my nonprofit is Legend in the Making Community Outreach. I'm, I'm a social worker. I'm currently receiving my master's from Barry University. Um, I started my nonprofit actually here at FAU in 2016 while I was living on campus. And I started because I noticed that in my community back home in Miami, there was a great need like to serve. Like I always knew of families and children who were missing something. So I wanted to assist those families. So the first thing I started doing was a back to school drive. I literally put it together in like three hours and it started in my grandma's backyard and I served 100 people and then every year from that I expanded. So like my first year was 100, my second year was 200, my third year was 300, and hopefully this year, which is my fourth year, I hope to serve 400. And then I started other initiatives like back to school drives where I would bring children who weren't as affluent or wouldn't have the opportunity to go to college campuses because like 
their families don't have education and things of that nature. So like I started off bringing them to FIU, FAU, um, Barry, we went to Lynn and I try to do that every year. And then like a whole bunch of other initiatives. So I give um, like baby supplies to teen moms, single parents, a lot of stuff. Right now I'm doing a summer camp. And we're gonna get a lot more into that, but why do you do all these things? To help people. So I feel like every day, because I'm fortunate, I feel like I should wake up to pay it forward. Mm -hmm. So I don't. I just really, really love to help people. Like helping is at the seed of everything. Like to make somebody else smile or to be like that person. Because like you just never know when somebody needs something. And it's like you will never know if you never try. So like in the beginning, I was afraid to like go into my community and try to be like, oh, the save all person, like the help all person, because a lot of people are too proud to ask or to accept. So, and I, I knew personally a lot of people that needed the help, so to help people, like without them asking, because you know, people don't wanna ask. So it's like, if I do this, then I can help this. So, so what's in it for you? So far, nothing. The the gratification and the satisfaction, like knowing that I'm actually helping people, because at this point, I put I put more out than I get back, like in all aspects. But it's okay. I just feel like as long as I'm helping somebody else, I'm helping myself. So if I'm not using myself and what God gave me as a vessel, then I'm not I'm not doing anything with it. So you're not doing anything. Yeah, kind of. I'm reminded of a quote or an idea. Mm -hmm. It says that we are vessels that God creates through us. So everything that you see, like this tree or this table or your business, I mean, or your nonprofit, it all came out of an idea that, that was placed in your head, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. opened up with love, right? Mm -hmm. If you have love or for especially what you're doing, caring for other people, you had that love, so the universe, let me not say that, God found you worthy <laughs> mm -hmm. to to be able to be the vessel to bring out this into fruition. Mm -hmm. So when you were first starting off, mm -hmm. you were launching your, your net profit, your profit, non-profit, mm -hmm. what was the initial reaction that you had with yourself and what was the reactions that you got from other people? My initial reaction, which is so funny, I was living in um, UVA, and fun fact about me, I never really liked it children, so like my main goal was to just go to school, get my bachelor's, and be a news reporter. Like that's literally what I wanted to do. And while I was on campus one day after doing hair, because I used to do hair on campus as well, so like after doing hair, I was literally like sitting at my computer. And then, I don't know, I was just like, I want to help kids. And that was so strange for me. And, like, I called my mom, and everybody knew I wasn't, like, a kid's person. So every everybody was like, you want to help kids? Like, I was like, I really do. And at that time, I was very short patience. I was, like, had so much more to learn. Yeah. So it, it just literally came out of nowhere, like, nowhere. And I, I was surprised, so I called my pastor, and I was like, hey, I was just sitting in my dorm, and I want to do this and help kids. And he was like, oh, really? I was like, for real. Like, everybody was like, you want to help kids? Like, you want to deal with kids? Because that was not the way I was going at all. Mm. At all. So there was a level of resistance there, like. 
Was there a level of resistance for you? I don't think it was resistance. I just think I was shocked with my like with myself. Be mm. Because like two weeks before that, I had talked to my pastor and like I feel like I was at a place where you know, we all want to go to college, but we like it's like right when we're in the middle of it, we think, well, what are we going to do next? And I was like, what do I want to do? Like, I was literally going to school, like getting my first degree, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, if anybody would have asked me, oh, do you want to be a social worker? I was like, social worker? So it's like I didn't understand, like, back then that God was preparing me for everything that I do now. So, like, I had talked to my pastor, like, two weeks before that, and I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm getting this degree. I don't really know if I want to be a news reporter because at the time I wasn't speaking. So I was still really afraid of people. I was really shy. I spoke in a really low tone. So I was really confused. So when this idea, it was like a light bulb turned on in my head, and I was like, me? I was really, I was confused. So you were chosen? I think so. It chose you. You didn't choose it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. That's interesting. I, I always ask myself sometimes, I did. <laughs> like, why, why do I want to do this stuff? What was, like, for instance, I think of it. I'm like sometimes I say, wait, what's really in it for me? For me, right? When I was when I was thinking about it, but then when I grown to that level, I found out that when when you doesn't don't even matter at in the scenario, that's the formula for impact and success. That's when it's true. just like. I'm just here to do what God has blessed me, me with. Too. Yeah. When we're in college, we often think, oh, when I graduate, I'm going to go into real life. You're in real life That's right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it happens to you. It does. You don't realize that real life is in the midst of your what growth. Because somebody right now can be 20 years old. They're not in college, but they're touring the world, you know, doing rap songs. Aren't they living in their purpose or maybe their dream? Yes, they are. So that means that it doesn't matter what stage, you're in high school, you're in middle school, or in your college, you can still be able to live in your purpose. Mm -hmm. and with that being said, you're dealing with kids. How do you help propel them? I mean, how does your organization help them? So what I, originally when I started, I had this goal in mind to do my matriculation based solely off the fact um, of like them being low income underserved or having some type of educational deficiency, some type of educational learning disability. So that was my goal. So that was my baseline to always only work with children who were having problems learning. But as I went forward in my communities and the places that I'm from, I, I started to realize that it wasn't only about a disability, but it was many environmental factors affecting the way the children learn or because they don't have the right resources or things like that. So what I try to do, I accept all children, like based off all needs, anything that you need, I try to meet you where you are if I have the resources. And I pretty much try to teach kids about individuality, being yourself. It's okay to be different um, in education. So like my bottom line is education because sometimes, I mean people, a lot of people see it for what they want to see it as. Like some people see it as taboo. People say, oh, you don't need education to be a millionaire, but in my foundation, that's where we start. So like my motto is um, dedication leads to diplomas and degrees because for me I feel like it was because I got an education that I was able to 
help the next person. So I always try to, even if they, everybody's not going to go to college, I understand that. So even if they don't, you know, go to college, receive a college degree, let's teach a trade. Let's show them a different alternative. So I pretty much try to prepare children for the future. So no matter if they're five, if they're six, if they're seven, like, and it's, it's a lot of ways that you can do that, and with dealing with such a diverse population, it gets hard sometimes. So I, one main thing that I try to teach children is to be self-aware, to understand like your own feelings, what you're going through. Like it's okay to be this, it's okay to be that. I try to create an open forum so that they can feel a safe place, so that when they are going through something or they feel a way, they can come and talk about it and not be judged. So like I try to do be for them or teach them things that I wasn't taught growing up. So it's like, I was fortunate enough to try to, you know, take the other route, but everybody doesn't have that opportunity because everybody's life wasn't set up like mine. Like everybody has a different journey. So if I can be that one person, like in the middle of the road, like, hey, don't go that way, do this, then that's like the main goal. That's effective. So. You said if you be that one person. I was, I, yeah. I was in a podcast interview yesterday. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how there's like a bunch of podcasters now, people like me. This is a form of talking and a conversation. This goes in the podcast and mm -hmm. this show goes on TV. When we're having these conversations, we're sparking that in somebody else's head. head yeah. And they're like, hmm, my community, I can impact that too. So let me start something or let me do something or let me become a coach or a speaker. We're in the business of raising consciousness. consciousness the Unlimited yeah. Power Show is in the business of raising consciousness. But right now, there's a high attention towards like raising consciousness, getting educated, getting the information. Mm -hmm. um, there is a lack of wisdom, which is application of the information. Mm -hmm. However, it's slowly becoming better and better because eventually the information, if you have so much information rotating in your head and you have the right emotions, uh, energy and motion, and then you have the inspiration behind it, mm -hmm. which just means to be in spirit. If you're in spirit with the information, with the inspiration, and eventually the wisdom of applying those things will start happening. But the world needs people like you, and they need people who are hosting these platforms to kind of get this message out there. So I believe that God is working through different people right now more than ever. And it's up to us to see that as a, as a mission mm -hmm. in life, a vision mm -hmm. for our future, and a way to contribute to the world. And it's it's amazing, and I'm really happy that that's happening right now. Thank you. So thank you for doing that and contributing to our society. If you're watching this episode right now, think of ways that you can contribute to your society, different things that you can do to help people propel forward. So, Marticia. Mm -hmm. Tell us about a moment where you had self-doubt. You didn't feel so well about starting this or whatever it is, whatever, because you have a lot of endeavors that you engage and you had self-doubt. I do. Um, I'm gonna see, let me pick a big one. Well, I can say like what's happening now. So it's not so starting the race, but it's about finishing. Like what do you do when you're dead in the middle of it and it's like everything is going crazy around you and it's like, what do you do? So it's like I'm in one of those situations now where, so like I have a program. So my summer camp is a newly initi like initiated program. I just started it. I literally decided that, okay, I'm going to do this camp 
what, three days, four days before the summer started. So a lot of stuff was like, I had to rush and do a lot of stuff. I had to rush and put staff together. I was, my building, I had to paint it. We had, I had to do like full renovation. So like, it was so many times just in that process that I wanted to quit, but okay, let's fast forward. Almost two months in, like, you have your staff, you have your building, you have your children, like, you have everything that you need, but then situations start to occur. And it's, like, really, really heavy situations. And it's, like, do I want to quit? Like, do I still want to do this? Because no matter what I do right, it's, like, I can't do right. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, it's always so many things going on that pushes me to quit. And it's like, even coming here today, I was like, okay, I was having a moment. I was like, okay, we can get, these kids are going out of town. These are leaving. Like literally saying, okay, these children are leaving. They're leaving. They're leaving. Okay, let's close the program. But it's like, you don't, qu- you don't quit in the middle of it because this is going crazy and they're acting this way and you're losing your mind and you have to pull from this to do that. Like, you you don't give up. So it's like, I was literally having a moment coming here like, what do you do in the middle of it? Like you push for it, like you finish. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I have a lot of moments like that and it's never in the beginning. So like starting is never the difficult part. Getting the resources <laughs> is never the difficult part. The difficult part is always for me, like right in the middle of it, something traumatic happens, like always. like something happens somebody gets rubbed the wrong way somebody gets angry stuff just like breaks out and it's like do you stop like do I no I don't stop and it's like every day like from a couple weeks ago to now I've been waking myself up saying you have to do this because it's not about you so like that's like when I have those difficult moments and I want to give up like I remind myself it's not about me it's about the children so like I'm constantly reminding myself of why I started in the first place like that's literally the only thing that keeps me going like do you like like I come back to here sitting in the dorm like do you think it was you who gave yourself that idea to go for no it was God so because if he bought you this far he didn't bring you this far just to bring you this far mm-hmm. so like that's what really pushes me because I have a lot of those moments mm-hmm. a lot of them does it you have to grow to the level not go to, to the, the level. level that is true right. that but is absolutely true and you can't go to the new level the next level in your life if you don't get these little breaking points or these opportunities masked as problems. Those things, they force you to grow. The lessons. When you're in pain, what happens? You learn from it. You hurt, you learn from it. You take take the feelings, the experiences, and you say, this is what I'm not going to do because I never want to feel this way again. Mm -hmm. So you learn from it. Hey, welcome back. My name is Edward Giles and you're tuning in to the Unlimited Power Show. Today I'm speaking with Marticia Collins and we speak about living a life of purpose. And that's not all about you. So Marticia, we were mm-hmm. just discussing how you have to pick yourself up sometimes. You have to see past the obstacles. But however these circumstances, these situations come up, these emotional outbursts Mm -hmm. or things don't go right how do you deal with that day-to-day issue um so 
Okay, so when we say day-to-day issues, I'm just going to, like, say, like, in general right now, from, like, this point, like, what I'm experiencing right now. So I, I just got a facility, so I'm running the facility. Then I have staff. I'm also working full-time, and I'm also I'm at two jobs full-time because I'm actually transi- transitioning from one to another. Then I'm also in school full-time, and then I intern. So, so how many things you got? This one, two, that was like six, right? So, <laughs> I'm in school full time. Mm-hmm. I have my organization. I work two full time jobs, and I'm interning full time. And you're interning full time. Yes. So, like, in a day, I have to be a lot of places, a lot of places. So, like, one of my main issues that I'm trying to conquer was being present, because. I got a lot of complaints about like, oh, you need to be present more or, oh, you need to run your business or how can you do this if you're not present? So like one of my biggest feats right now is being in all of my places at one time because the reality of it for me is I have to be in all of these places at one time. You said being in all of these places at one time. What do you mean by that? Like, I have to keep in constant communication with my staff here. I have to make sure that, because I also intern at a state prison, so I also have to make sure that they know, okay, I'm coming at this time, I'm leaving at this time. Then school, I also have assignments and then working. I have over 200 clients that at the end of the day, on top of everything else I have going on, I'm responsible for as a social worker. So it's like, I have to be in all those places. So I have to answer my personal phone. I have to answer my work phone. If my staff needs, if they say, okay, hey, we need X, Y, Z, like in that moment, no matter where I am, I have to get it. Because again, the severity of it is I'm dealing with people's children. So it's like, what if something happens? Like, I would see if my programs were different, if I could say, oh, it can wait. Nothing can ever, it can't wait. Nothing can ever wait. Because it's like everything is a necessity in that moment. So, I don't know. It's it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. What's your practice to handle the stressors in your life? God. So, I pray a lot. I'm very spiritual. I do believe that few, like many are called, few are chosen. I do believe that I'm chosen. So, when... I'm feeling heavy or I feel like a bunch of like the spirit of depression or the spirit of obstruction. Like whenever I feel these things coming towards me, I pray or I I put up like a standard like in my mind. I refuse to be negative. I refuse to cry like I refuse to hurt. So like when it gets really, really heavy, like or like most of the time, sometimes I just talk to God like when I'm in my car, like. It's like always a conversation. Like I open my heart and it's like, I just, I go, I go with it. Like, however I feel. So you said you refuse to hurt. Think like a fuse, like our battery, or refuse. <laughs> Think about refusing something. Like, it's like you're adding more fire to it. You think by, so? By going, by saying, oh, I refuse to be in pain. If I don't think pain, so. If you're in pain and you're looking at the pain and say, I guess not really, unless you're saying I banish you pain away from my body. That no. that type of mindset. It's like getting rid of the pain. I I recognize it. Yeah. I realize it. I shouldn't say I refuse to. I refuse to let it affect me okay. because I'm I'm gonna feel it. I'm human, so I have emotions. Mm-hmm. I have to go through the day to day. But like I refuse to let it slow me down, stop me, hinder my mind, bring me negative thoughts because. And the reality of it in my day, I don't have time for it. Because one thing can lead to another and then everything around me can fall. Like that one negative thought can like 
close off all my doors, put me in a really bad place, messed up very important relationships just by the severity of the type of people that I'm dealing mm -hmm. with every day. Yeah. Like it can be really detrimental to me. Yeah. So like I have to refuse to be like not in this space. So we ha like I draw this imaginary box around me even when I'm going through stuff and like in my head I'm like not in this space. So anything you do outside of that box, anything you say, it won't get in this space. So like I literally do that. Literally like not in this space you know there's a correlation between your mental state mm -hmm. and the state of your relationships mm -hmm. or even the state of your business and mm -hmm. how thriving it is because the instance of my life where I was about to start a company but then in the midst of starting it I found myself super super stressed and burned out because I was just I was doing so much including the show and all these other things so I was spreading myself too thin and I just got so frustrated you know, and also, I I only didn't burn out, but I went through a, a stage, I would call it a depressive state. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't say I have depression because I don't have it. It's just mm -hmm. a state that I went through. Mm -hmm. But then in the midst of it, there are a lot of people I didn't contact. There are projects that I, I didn't do because I just couldn't get myself to do anything. That's what depression does to you, right? So I found out to myself, I said, thank God this happened in this stage right now, no, no, before no. I started this tech company. Imagine if you at a pinnacle where you have 10,000 employees and you have people's data and you're the CEO and you have an important meeting that's going to determine the future of your company and, and you, you don't show up. Now, everybody's stock, everybody that was depending on you, you are ruined lives. So that's why it's so important in the process to learn, to allow those things to teach you, then to go, oh, now I need to learn self-care. I need to learn how to take care of my mind, my body, how to have balance, so that this doesn't happen every time, or this doesn't happen constantly. Because in the future, God wants you to make sure that you're ready. Because people who go up too fast don't learn enough to keep them up. So when they go up, they fall down right quick. Mm -hmm. So the people that God wants to have a great impact, he's going to make your process a lot much longer and a lot harder, harder because he wants you to learn a lot more so you can stay on top when you get there. It's wisdom that keeps you at the top, though. It's, so you have it's to wisdom, learn. exactly. So as you learn, you're teaching the education. Then when you get to the top, you have to apply all of those education to keep, keep you up there. That was a lesson I learned Thank God for lessons. <laughs> so thank God for problems, right? No, seriously. You know, when you take L's, you only take lessons. Yeah. I say that. I say that. Like, I was going through something recently, like, in, in my business, and... I was just feeling like, okay, God, like I got overwhelmed. Okay, so like perfect example, like last night, I have these times where it just becomes too much and I cry. So I'm I'm a emotional person, but I don't cry as much unless it really like moves my spirit. So last night I was like in a place and I was just crying and I was like, even talking to like my mom and my dad, I was just like, I'm not, I don't want to be angry. Like I take everything as a lesson. And I feel like the fact that I think that way, it helps me to wake up and like propel for it because like you didn't hurt me, you didn't harm me. I'm not sad, I took it as a lesson. So like I learned from it. And it's like last night I was like really, really overwhelmed. 
like because just thinking about everything that I have to do in a day like it's Friday I got to do this I got to do that this has to meet this and I had to be here so it's like spreading myself too thin and then it's just like but because I lacked here or this happened I'm not gonna let that affect everything so get up go do what you have to do it's a lesson so now you know not to do that anymore so does guilt ever play a life I mean play a part of you know keeping you down in those negative thoughts or those negative um I don't I don't really say I have anything to be guilty about because I do know, like, I try to do my best by people and things. So, like, I, I never go into things having, like, my own agenda or trying to, like, I, I don't do that. So it's like, if something happens and, like, let's say I have to let you go or I have to fire you or I can't do this anymore, I'm not guilty because I, I tried my best. So it's, it's not like I'm doing it to hurt you. I'm not doing it to harm you. I'm not doing it to break you down like I'm literally doing it because this what need like it needs to be done and if I if I got into any points where I had to do anything or be stern with anybody like I'm, I don't feel guilty about it because it's like I really try I always try like my my last option is always saying okay look I can't do this anymore like I feel like I'm a very creative person and I'll find a million ways to do one thing before I just say I can't do it anymore so it's like, no, I, I'm not guilty about anything because I really put my best foot forward. Really do. I, I say self guilt would cause you to quit if you if you listen to it because it's so negative. It talks bad about you. Like, I mean, I go through this epidemic, and I would say a lot of coaches or whoever whoever speaks to people about concepts or ideas, mm -hmm. you want to live up to those concepts or ideas, even if. Even if you don't think that, your subconscious mind says, if you're gonna say this, you have to be confident. Insane. Confidence come in coinciding what you say and what you do. Mm -hmm. So when those two coincide, confidence comes out and you become competent to be able to do it or share that message. So I find myself, I say my mission in life is to inspire people to live whole mind, body, and nutrition. So if I don't feel completely whole. How can you? How can I empower other people? Mm -hmm. So, but what I have to step back and say is that I also admit that I'm on the journey to becoming whole and having that whole mindset behind it. Mm -hmm. So I have to bring myself back with anchors, mm -hmm. anchors that reminds me that I'm still in the process of growing, that I, I intend, I will make mistakes, mm -hmm. that there are people with millions of dollars that haven't gotten certain areas of their lives figured out mm -hmm. or haven't even worked on their ego. So you can't blame yourself for being in the process and growing within the process with that self-guilt. So diminishing guilt by, by seeing what you're doing as a contribution and that even though you yourself may be a little bit out of tune, that it doesn't matter that it's the mission that, that, that really matters. matters at the end. So, Marticia, we had a great conversation about the process, mm -hmm. about, you know, the lessons you've learned so far. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the future now. So, where do you see yourself in the next five years? As in, like, goal-specific or just overall? Where do you see yourself? What's the vision? In the next five years, I'm going to be a billionaire. 
No, I'm just playing. No, I'm serious. But in the next five years, like I plan to do like a lot of things. So right now I'm in the process of opening a charter school. And then I'm also in the process of opening a daycare. And then hopefully by the end of this year or next year, fingers crossed, I'm going to go to Georgia and I want to do the same thing. So like what I do here, I just want to replicate in another state. So hopefully I can have my school open here, my daycare, and then try to like implement other initiatives at my community center. I don't know what I want to do yet. I think I want to do something with the elderly, but like I'm always looking for new things to do. So hopefully launch an um, initiative for the elderly and then go to a different state and do everything again in, the, in a different state. Same thing, different state. And then just expanding that. So can you yeah, paint us a picture of how your life looking like? Where are you living? What are you doing? Where are you staying? What are you speaking? What's your role in the community? I don't the picture. I don't know because I don't know where I want to live. Like that's the thing. That I can tell you everything, but I can't tell you where I'll settle. So like I don't I really don't know. Like in this in my mind, I have this idea that I'm going to live in Colorado. I don't know why. I just always wanted to move to Colorado. But I really don't know what state I'll be in. Maybe I'll be back and forth in between a lot of places. Um, I do want to own multiple homes. So, like, if I'm in a, a state frequently, like, I want to have a home in each state that I'm in. Um, my, you said what, cars I'm going to drive? You said cars? Yeah, what, what, what do you got? Um, I don't know. I'm not really a car fan, but I do want a Jag, so I want an F-Pace. I just want a truck. Simple. How are you feeling? Um, I think I'm so bored because I have everybody else running all of my other things, and I'm just overseeing, so I'm in a place where I'm going to constantly open more things because I'm just going to be overseeing a lot of things. Well, not bored, but... Having Not, more time to invest right. in the thinking process that creates those new ideas. Yeah. New realities. There you go. So I'm going to be constantly trying to do new things while other, like, you know, I feel like God's going to put in place every, of course, everybody needs a CEO, an executive director, a facility director. I don't think I'm going to be so hands-on. Like, I think I'm going to be a part of everything that I do, but I don't think I'll be included in the everyday operations. So I, I I think that I'll be like that person that's there, but you never see, mm. kind of thing. So you yeah. probably be doing stuff like this so that people can know about your organization. Right, that's and what I'm saying. Today is the beginning of that outreach, um, attracting more of them into your life so that mm. you can get the message, the message out there. So let's walk through a couple of the, you know standard procedures that we do. I always mm -hmm. ask, hey, so what's your morning routine looking like? Okay. My morning routine every day is like, every day I'm up at like 4.30. Lately, like for the past two, three months, every day I'm up at 4.30, like dragging myself out of bed. Um, and I'm just getting ready for the day. Most of the time now it's become a habit to pray because I feel like I'm praying into those things that's coming against me. So it's like, I'm always prepared. Like, so I'm like, I don't know what's coming, but I know that something's going to happen. Like I live that type of life. Like no, nobody's going to let me go through the day smoothly. So it's like uh, something's going to happen. So I'm just getting my mind right ready. Most of the days I try to get back in the bed and go back to sleep. 
Um, and then if I do go back to sleep, I try to, I probably get like two hours of sleep and then I'm jumping back up, running into some clothes because I got to be here by eight o'clock and then I got to be there by nine. So like my days aren't like, my mornings are very bad because I'm not a morning person, but I, I'm forced to be. So it's like, I'm always, I had to brush my teeth. I got to put on my shoes. And then like, I always have a million bags. So like, I got a book bag, I got a purse and I got a laptop bag. I got like three computers and I got to go here. Like, so that's my morning. I, it's always hectic, mm -hmm. always. So, I mean, eventually you're working on, you're working <laughs> on becoming, you know, better, more conscious. And also one of the things, some of the words that you say, Sometimes you have to like, you have to speak what you want into existence. And even though the truth is the truth. Right. But. That's the truth. The truth repeated, <laughs> look, 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 facts repeated over time become truth. Mm -hmm. How about that? You're just speaking the facts. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't become truth until you speak it over and over. If you, you, if you spoke organization, if you spoke lack of hectic circumstances you're like oh my morning gonna be things are gonna go really well today because the energies around me <laughs> will not affect my aura right my aura is gonna be so good that i'm gonna neutralize negative energy you know what i'm gonna say about myself like if i had a morning it, it would be very weird to me to have a morning that i can get up and take my time and drink coffee like that's not normal to me so I think I like the hustle and bustle because it keeps me going. It like lights a fire under me and it's like, okay, go. Like I can't be like, okay, I'm gonna listen to music for 30 minutes. I can't, I, well, I've never been that way, so. Well, what you've never been, maybe you have to try it. You think so? Yeah, so I'm gonna tell you, everything <laughs> you're saying is totally relatable because I've seen mm. it in my own life. When I first started, I was like that, go get it. I wake up first thing, I had like a client training and I'm like, oh, just all day working, working. I never made time out for myself. And what I found out was that that was holding me back. There were, there were ideas, there were words, there were things I couldn't communicate with. The, I couldn't be that vessel because my mind was so clogged up with things I had to do, to-do lists, you know, and other things. So when I, when I found out that what I had to do is I had to have an hour of power in the morning. Mm -hmm. Our power, our prayer, our purpose, whatever you want to call it. That hour of power is the time you spend with yourself and with God. You wake up intentionally, oh, let's, how am my day going to be great today? This morning, I'll wake up with these flashes, right? I woke up and I was like, that's what I need to do. Every morning, I'm getting, the, I'm getting these little intuitions. I'm like, oh, I need to, the other day I was like, I need to contact FAU. I get answers in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to contact FAU to sponsor the show. Maybe they want to get their, their commercial on my show. Mm -hmm. And this other, this morning again, I woke up with another idea. So you get these ideas in the morning, that I, in the morning, that's that period where your brain is actually releasing DMT. When you're sleeping, your brain releases DMT. That's the dreaming that happens in your, um, the pineal gland releases DMT. And in the morning, that's when that your, your, your head is at a stage of creation, creativity. Mm -hmm. So if you don't hone in on that first hour, if it goes towards emails, or if it goes towards, oh, my day's gonna be hectic, or if it goes towards a lack of organized morning, <laughs> then it starts to affect your aura all day, then you begin attracting these things to your life. 
I don't think that's true though. I think I don't think you attract those things. I do I do believe that everybody has like the power to dictate their own days, mm -hmm. right? But I don't think that happens because my morning is chaotic. So like I can have a really bad morning, but like in the midst of me like running downstairs to my car, I'm like, okay. Like, I just said that prayer, so it's like putting a down payment on anything that might come against me today. But even though I'm rushing, like, I'm going to have a good day. Because all day, it's, it starts with me. So, like, all day I'm like, this box right here, you know, my box. So it's like, I think I can be more organized, though. So you're staying conscious throughout the day? Yeah, I have to. Okay. I definitely have to. So what do you do for your personal growth and development? Um, for my personal growth and development, I read a lot of books, so I like to read. I like about like the things that I'm doing. So if it's a school, if it's a nonprofit management, I always like to obtain new information, and then I always try to be around people who are or like in the places or have the connections to the people in the places where I want to be. So it's like I'm always trying to get something up, like get a ball turning. And so, and then writing, I love to write. So, and then that's the thing, I haven't really been spending time doing the things that I love to do because I've been doing, well, I love to do all my other stuff, but it's like, I've been so bombarded with work and facilitating and managing that it's like, okay, what about you? So like I had a moment, and what is today? Friday, Wednesday, I was actually at my internship and two social workers sat me down and I was talking to them and they were like, you know, we don't really know you, we don't really know what you have going on, but it's a lot, like we can tell it's a lot. And they were like, you need to take some time for yourself. So I think that was really important to me. I actually cried because it's like, how did you know that? Like, how did you know that I'm? it's so much? Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe I do need to do like more, like take more time for myself, be again more personal because I haven't really been expanding my horizons and my knowledge because I'm so focused on what's going on right now. Right now, yeah. Yeah, so it's like. So, I mean, that's something you're gonna be working on right after we finish this interview. You know, <laughs> it's always do good to go and retrospect and really see what's going on by the things you say if you watch what you're saying, you can figure out what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. So I, I am grateful that I've gotten to the point where I can literally understand what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. Now it's the idea of doing the opposite and acting and changing that. So a lot of times we become aware, but that awareness is just like, oh, I know. Mm -hmm. Somebody say, why are you always the, I know, I know I'm always like this. Or you, oh, you tell people about just you tell yourself what you do, mm -hmm. and then you go to a therapist for them to tell you what you do. When in fact, you can become your own oh. therapist. Not saying that you don't need one; you need a therapist. You know, I'd recommend you get one or a coach or somebody that that can just ask the right questions so that you can give yourself the answers. But what if you start asking yourself those questions? Mm -hmm. What if you start monitoring your own inner conversations? What if you started understanding when you feel a little bit stressed, when you feel tense, mm -hmm. or when you feel tired? If you could use those as signs that, oh, let me do something different and actually do it, then you yeah. could, you're literally yeah. building those new habits. The same way you're building your business. You know, you have to build yourself so that you can grow your brand to that next level because if you're not here and if you're so tired and you get really sick in the hospital, What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Everything yeah. crumbles down. So you want to make sure that you can be here 
So that's why you take care of yourself so you can take care of business. So I find that to be very important. And that's why I do holistic health coaching. You know, that's why I help people with their physical aspect, like being a fitness trainer. How do you take care of the outside body? Are you exercising every day? What are you doing for the internal self? Are you investing books into your mind? Are you breathing, getting oxygen into your lungs? Are you meditating, quieting the mind so that you can allow it space to like be nourished? When I meditate, I feel like somebody's hugging my brain. It feels like a little warm heat in my brain. I literally feel it. It feels great. And I feel aware and alert. So what are you doing for your body in that sense? Um, and also, how's your spiritual connection? Are you connecting to God? Are you living in your purpose enough that you can see the world greater than it is? When you have those three aspects solidified, your mind, your body, and your spirit, then you, you're in a, in a place of creation. So now the only thing that's stopping you then is yourself. So you have to make sure you don't get in the way because everything is out of the way, out of the way. because you've cleared it. I mean, God has helped you clear it. And clearing, making space for the end of this interview, how can people support your organization and support what you're doing? Volunteering is um, really, really important to me. I feel like uh, with a lot that I do in the area that I do it in, everybody wants to be a part of it. Everybody wants to be like a big part of it, but nobody wants to help. So right now I am really in need of volunteers, just people who want to help people. Um, they can also donate. You can donate anything. Like I have people who donate clothes. I have people who do financial donations. I have people who donate food. Like people literally, anything that you have to donate that you feel can help others, they donate. So. And how do people get in direct contact with you? So emails. I'm a very, I don't answer the phone. I, I'm, it's really hard to text back. But email, so I do check my emails. I check my emails more than I check my text messages. So email is a good way. And what's your email? My, I have two emails. So my email for my nonprofit, like related, if you want to do um, an event, if you have donations, it will be educatelegends at gmail.com. That's legends with an S. And then my personal email is martishacollins at yahoo.com. And also, what's the website and social platforms? So my website is www.educatelegends.com. My Facebook is Legend in the Making Community Outreach. My Twitter is um, L-I-T-M-C-O-I-N-C. My Instagram is Educate Legends and Legend in the Making. All right. So. Thank you for sharing your unlimited power. You're welcome. One last thing I always say is, what would your last message be, considering everything you just said today, that mm -hmm. you were here, you didn't know what you wanted to do, and then eventually this thing was given to you, this idea, blessed, you was blessed with this idea. How would you empower somebody else to get on their journey of discovering their unlimited potential? Um, I think um, always keeping like your mind open, like the possibilities are endless. I think it's very important to understand that Sometimes it is bigger than us, so what you may want to do may not be God's will for your life. And always always stay in tune with your spirit. So 
like I said, I never had a desire to work with children. I've always just in my head thought I was going to be such a big star. I was going to be a news reporter, but I actually took the other way and I'm very hands on with people. So just be open to knowing that what you have in mind may not be what God has in mind and constantly staying in tune with yourself so that you can understand what it is that you want to do and what makes you happy. That's a great message. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Unlimited Power. I want to remind you that you have the unlimited potential to achieve whatever it is that you want. But first you have to believe it, put the intention out there, and work on it before it can happen. But until then, guess what? The world will forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all your abilities, and all the great things that you have to offer. So remember this one thing, if you don't remember anything from this, let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. And once you do that, everything that you want will come into fruition. Once again, my name is Edward Giles. Please be sure to follow the Unlimited Power Show at Unlimited Power Show on Instagram and follow me at CEO Ambitioners across all social media platforms. With that being said, you have a powerful, powerful rest of your day and rest of your life. Bye, guys. Peace.